0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Private Podcast Episode 6 And today we are doing 6 topics of course of movies, games, and the latest news of movies, games, and TV shows um, For those of you, of course, before we get into it For those of you that are new, that are listening to the podcast Episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts Pocket Cast, breaker Audio and Radio Public I appreciate it And um, that's what we talk about here Is the latest news on movies, games, and TV shows For everyone that's already listening in Thank you very much I appreciate it Alright, so let's Get into the first topic of the day Alright, so our first topic is about Red Dead, <clears throat> because Xbox Game Pass loses Red Dead Online soon, which means it'll be gone from Xbox Game Pass in the next couple of days probably, so, um, alright, here's the article, it says here, as it stands, Yep, doesn't ex- say exactly when the standalone, will leave Xbox Game Pass, but we'll update you as soon as we find out. Red Dead Online is dropping out of the service after just four months, which, seem, which seems to be par for the course for Rockstar Games. Both Grand Theft Auto V and the full version of Red Dead Redemption 2 have previously had 4 months since in Game Pass before before being hoisted out of the library, yeah that's true. Microsoft will likely confirm Red Dead's removal from Game Pass within the next couple of days, like I said, Um, so be sure to keep an eye out for that for for, for anyone that owns an Xbox. That's listening in right now. And that has Xbox Game Pass. Um. I mean it doesn't surprise me. Because Xbox Game Pass does this a lot. With their games. Like they'll have. They'll put a game on Xbox Game Pass for like. Four or five months. And then the next. And then like a couple days later they'll be. Off of Game Pass. The reason why they do that is because. They want to implement. Is because they're implementing new games in like every month. And they don't want to... I mean, it's... I mean, obviously, it's about money. But it's also about, like... They want the fans to be happy. You know what I mean? Like... Microsoft, they want the fans to be happy with Xbox Game Pass. um, And, like... They want to... Xbox Game Pass can be... I don't wanna say time consuming but at times like for the games and stuff, if only them to I mean there's games on there that have been a game in game pass like a lot longer, like the Wolfenstein and it D- Sonnet series, for example. Like they've been there for like more way more than five or four or five months. Um like Probably Dishonored's from... No, Wolfenstein's been there a lot longer than Dishonored. Because Dishonored, the Dishonored series was was on there like... First came on Game Pass like a year ago and it's still on there. And then the Wolfenstein series, it's... I think it's been on Game Pass since Game Pass... Since Microsoft actually first like came out with Game Pass, which is like a few... A few years ago, when um, it wasn't so, it was if like a few years ago, Xbox Game Pass wasn't as big as it is now, and especially with like the day one releases because Xbox Game Pass didn't start doing that until like a few months ago, maybe even longer, but um, I guess they've been doing it for like Half a year now But Almost a year They've been doing the day one releases and stuff like that Which is good I'm I'm glad they're I'm glad Xbox Xbox Game Pass is doing that For the Xbox players Obviously But um And I guess PC players as well Because PC Because People that play on PC will also get Xbox Game Pass if they have a Microsoft account, of course, but, um, but, yeah, it, it's not a surprise that Red Dead Online is being removed from Xbox Game Pass in a couple of days, I mean, for those of you that still have Red Dead and still play it, um, that's awesome, like, but if you got Red Dead Online from Game Pass, um, For those of you that own Red Dead and just got Red Dead Online from Game Pass, then that kind of sucks because then you have to go rebuy Red Dead Online Online from the Xbox from the Microsoft Store, but... I think it's like $30 at the Xbox, at the Microsoft Store Because it's free on Game Pass, of course, like every game is, but, I mean, I'm, I don't, I mean, it's not free because you're paying for the subscription, but, um, like, you don't have, I mean, you still have to download the game, but, you don't, you don't have to, like, stream it like you have to on PlayStation Now, because, like, for older games on PlayStation Now, you, you can only stream them, Like. There's only a certain amount of games you can download on PlayStation now. Even though they have like over 800 plus games on there. But. But I'm glad Xbox Game Pass lets you actually like download every single game on there that they have on there. I think that's awesome. I think that's good that Microsoft did that. But alright. So let's move on. Our next topic. This is about Origami Two. Um, this is about character character customization includes eleven armor sets. Oh, okay. By the way, um, I did pre-install this game from Game Pass because this game Origami Two is on Game Pass, and I'm actually looking forward to it. I don't know for those of you for those of you that have Game Pass and have pre-installed it, cool. Because um, I'm really. Like, I watched the trailer for this game, and it looks pretty good. I think this game, Origami 2, will. It looks like a mixture of Assassin's Creed and Ghost of Tsushima. Like, it looks pretty good. It's like if. It's like if Ghost of Tsushima and. Um, Assassin's Creed had, like, a. Little Game Jr., but, like, a lot better. But. Like I'm not trying to compare the two But I think Ergami 2 Is going to be a pretty cool game Alright Anyways so the article says here Releasing in September Lanceworks *Ergam* 2 Has impressed us with its story New shadow powers Improved combat and so on However thanks to support for up to 3 Players in co-op Oh okay so they will have co-op That's cool That's going to be awesome It also offers a robust character customization system in the new post on Steam. The developer has outlined all the different ways the players can mold their assassins. From the outset, there are 11 different armor sets divided into head, chest, pants, and weapon. This allows for mixing and matching different sets to create a unique look. Players can also dye each part with the wide variety of colors since there's no stats and gameplay adventures to these sets at their own. One to two free to create the look they want. Okay, that's cool. I'm I'm really glad that's a thing in that game. That's awesome. That you can that's really cool that you can do that. That you're gonna be able to do that for character customization in origami too. Um like, before I read the rest of the article, quick, I just want to say that, um, I think Origami 2 might be in competition for a game of the year this year. Just my opinion. Um, for those of you that, you know, don't think so, or, that's fine. Um, this game could potentially, like, from what I saw the trailer, it looks good, but, um, because I don't see where this game Can be like Getting them like not being good at all Unless there's just Like way too many glitches And bugs or whatever And it just crashes Every like Five minutes or so But I don't I don't think I don't see that happening But alright But Armour isn't simply Going back to the article here But Armour isn't simply Cosmetic it can also be outfitted with runes, the blueprints of which are acquired from blacksmith Sakura. Each armor piece can hold one rune, and once again, there's plenty of freedom for customizing one's load of powers. Okay, cool. And then you know it says coming out September 16th for Xbox One, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series S and X, and then also PC. And then also, I'll be releasing on Game Pass, of course, day one, which I've been pre pre-installed. So when it does came come out, I will be able to play it because I got it from Xbox Game Pass. I'll be able to download it. Um, actually, I'll be able to just play it. I won't even have to re-download it, which will be good. Because the games you pre-installed Game Pass, when it comes out on that day, you'll actually get to be able to. Get into the application of the game and play it. Which is really cool. I really like the fact that. Microsoft did that for Xbox Game Pass as well. But. But yeah. I'm really glad they're doing that for. Especially for it's like. Character customization. And stuff. And you can customize their armor and stuff. Which is really cool. Like. I think this game is going to be really good I'm really glad they Like the fact that they added Character customization And you can create his armor and stuff Like That's going to be really cool to do Like of course Of course that's probably going to be like Before getting into the story of the game Which will be cool But alright Let's get into our next topic All right. Next one is about a couple. A couple of the next topics will be about TV shows. Now, oh yeah. Um, the website of the articles, by the way, for the Xbox Game Pass, Liz, Liz's Red Dead Online article, you can find this at www.trueachievements.com, and then for the Origami Two character customization includes eleven armor sets article. You can find this at gamingbolt.com. and the article for Sex Succession Three Season Three Ignores COVID. Because really wealthy people aren't too affected by it. This should be a this should be a really interesting article. You can find this article at www.msn.com Alright So It says here HBO's Emmy winner succession is confirmed To be making its long way to return for season 3 this October But don't expect to see, it. see the royal family Navigating the pandemic when the new season begins While many series Series on television And streaming platforms have found ways To incorporate the pandemic HBO Max's Gossip Girl reboot Takes place In a post Pandemic world for instance Succession season 3 will sidestep COVID and carry On business as usual Creator Jesse Armstrong Wrote the third season before the Pandemic and did not Change the scripts during it That's very interesting um, For those of you that are listening to this podcast And watch the show success, Succession um, And know all about this That's, that's cool Alright Getting back to the article A new report from Vulture on set, Succession 3 Season 3 confirms creator Jesse Armstrong decided early on That the season's finished scripts Wouldn't be rewritten to incorporate the ongoing pandemic, these are really wealthy people, says Chevroy actress Sarah Snook. And unfortunately, none of the world's really wealthy people were going to be affected by the pandemic. Hmm. I kind of figured. Um, that's very interesting about the succession show, about the director doing that and stuff, and the creator of the show. Um, for those of you that watch that show, um, cause I don't know what it's, if it's on Netflix or if it's on Hulu or any, any of the streaming services, but if y'all know that it's on Netflix and stuff, that's cool. Um, but yeah, that's really interesting about that, cause I think like, The fact that he ignored Like putting the pandemic and stuff in there And Just going on with the show and stuff Like That's That's cool Um I mean that's kind of like I don't know if I should say if it's like wrong Or If it's a good thing to ignore it or something But I mean If he's doing that, then good for them Good for that show and stuff Um, Personally, I've never watched it But for those of you that have um, Cool Because that's very interesting That What's the creator's name? Uh, Jesse Armstrong Um, I mean, good for him for doing that For that show Succession um, I mean, at least, like, if I were to watch the show, um, it's either, to me, it'll either be a good or a bad show, but, I y'all can let me know what y'all think on Facebook whenever I post this, whenever I post this podcast, episode 6, on Facebook, because that's where I usually... Post post when I upload The podcast episodes On Spotify And stuff like that But alright let's get into the next topic Alright So the next topic is about Another TV show Midnight mass release date cast And plot what we know so far And, and you can find this Article at www.looper.com Alright, let's get into it So it says here, religion and fear will always be two subjects that are closely tied together Usually because certain religious practices have the power to help elevate fears For instance, people might choose to to believe in an afterlife because they fear death Or alternatively, someone might choose to do good because... Because they are afraid of divine judgment. It's this intersection between religion and fear that appears to be at the heart of Netflix's upcoming limited series, Midnight Mass 2. okay. Directed by Mike Flanagan, Midnight Mass focuses on a small town located on an insulated island off the coast. On the coast of North America. After the arrival of the new priest, marks the beginning of a increasingly odd series of events. Based on the success of Flanagan's previous TV and film work, Midnight Mass has potential. Has the potential to be one of 2021's major horror titles. Oh, okay, so it's a horror show. All right. Um. Who's the cast? Alright. Here we go. So who's the cast of Midnight Mass? Alright. Um, Netflix seems to be intent on keeping most of the plot details from the Midnight Mass a secret. In fact, while streaming giant has been upfront about the series, various cast members has not revealed much about their rece- Respective roles in the show um, They said the show's plot Plot is set to kick off The arrival of two characters A disgraced young man Played by Zack Okay, here's the first dude First actor Zach Guilford He's a Friday Night Lights Perch Anarchy And a charismatic priest named Father Paul Who was played by actor Pamish Linklater, He played in Legion, The Big Shore. Oh, okay. Um. Alright. The plot of Midnight Mass. So, what's the plot? At the beginning of Midnight Mass, viewers can likely expect to find its central location, an island town named Crockett Island, to be quaint, if not necessarily strange. Place like most isolated communities, it should have been plenty of its own. I can't even say the word. And Netflix has revealed that there will be already already be some existing divisions between the town's inhabitants by the time the show begins. However, things begin changing quickly in Crockett Island when the arrivals of Zach, Guilford's character, and the new town priest, Father. Paul occur at the same time that this that a series of inexplicable events, what some might label as miracles, begin happening in, in the town. Oh, okay, enraptured by these apparent miracles, Crockett Island becomes an increasingly religious place, which leads to the town's existing divisions just become more apparent and more powerful. The truth behind the town's Wave of Strange Events is the mystery at the heart of Midnight Mass. Fortunately, viewers will get to unravel the show's secrets for themselves when Midnight Mass rumors on the, 6th of the 24th on Netflix. Cool. Um, where's the release date? All right, so it shows some like other actors like Robert Akers. Um, All right, so, oh, yeah, the release day is September twenty fourth, which is Starting tomorrow Technically it's next month Which will be cool I'm recording this Right now on Tuesday And it will be uploaded tomorrow Wednesday the 1st of September Today is August 30th Tuesday August 31st But I Let's get into our next topic Alright, next up Shang Chai and the Legend of the Ten Rings is already getting review bombed on Google. Hmm. Should be an interesting article to read. Oh yeah, and Shang Chai, by the way, releases September third, which is this Friday. So for those of you that are hyped for Shang Chai, that's awesome. I mean, because Shang Chai seems like it's a very interesting movie, but That's interesting, that's already getting review bombed on Google. And you can also find this article at twinfinite.net. Let's get into the article. Alright, so it says, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings isn't even out yet, but a lot of users who likely haven't seen it are giving it negative scores, currently the film sits At a 60% Liked this movie rating On Google Despite boosting a 91% Satisfied fresh score From critics on Rotten Tomatoes Now before I read the rest of it um, I don't really Ever like check on The critics or reviews On Rotten Tomatoes Because either they're going to be Really good reviews Or they're going to be really bad So I just most of the time, most of the time, Rotten Tomatoes can be a little bit delusional about their reviews on movies and stuff. But but that's so that's why I pretty much don't really look at their views or critics of Rotten Tomatoes. All right, let's get back to the article. So so it says, unfortunately, this isn't. The first time we've seen this type of review bombing occur with the Marvel movie, before each of their respective releases, both Captain Marvel and Black Panther were also given negative user scores, watching and the ten, ten Rings, and The Legend of the Ten Rings doesn't have any written reviews yet. The previous two stances of review bombing for the films mentioned above featured phrases like, oh wow, really? Um, like SJW And po- and politically correct mm. That's very interesting Thanks to Inverse We've included a metric that details the extent of Captain Marvel's view bombing Yep yeah. By the way, I did not like Captain Marvel at all Like the only thing I liked from that movie was Samuel Jackson's acting. Like, literally, that's. Samuel Jackson was that movie, basically. <laughs> like, he. He basically was. Made that movie. Like, he's what made. That movie. Like, at least. That's the only reason why Captain Marvel is like. Captain Marvel is like not the worst Marvel movie. But it's one of the. It's one of the worst, but it's not the worst, like, movie ever. That's the only good thing about Captain Marvel. In my opinion, was Samuel Jackson's acting. Like, not just acting, but, like, his character throughout the whole movie was pretty good. That's the only thing about... That's the only thing I liked about Captain Marvel, though. But, um... All right, so it says to help give these who aren't aware of practice a bit more perspective. As a whopping twenty percent, twenty-six percent of IMDb reviewers gave the film a one ten. Hmm. Well, dang, they gave it one ten for Chai. <laughs> I mean the movie still looks pretty cool So I mean I'd still watch it But I guess I'm a Marvel fan Alright anyways It says We will have to see if this issue Persists when Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings Is released Or if the influx of fans Who will have the movie will help level Out this issue Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Rings Is released Like I said this Friday, September 3rd, 2021 With a 45-day exclusive theatrical. Okay, so it will be on It will be on Disney Plus After 45 days Of Legend Of Jane Chai being on Being in theaters for Okay, for 45 days I mean, that's cool, I guess, but Alright, so it says, check out the film's official description below. And then it says, it just talks about the movie. Alright, um... That's very interesting that Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is already getting a 1 out of 10 by Google and IMDB. That's, ver- that's very interesting to me. Because um, I after- think... I mean, I think the movie looks pretty good, but, and, I've seen some, like, non-spoil, non-spoil reviews, so, like, I've seen reviews of, like, no spoilers for this movie, and everyone says it's pretty cool, but, um, like, cause there's people that have gone to, like, screenings for the movie and stuff like that already, and they've said it's actually pretty good, so, um, I mean, and judging by the trailers of the movie and stuff That I've watched and seen Like, the movie looks really cool It kind of lo- it looks like it's own, like It looks like it's own movie It doesn't even look like a Marvel movie, really But, I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of CGI in it But it kind of looks like a, um Like, looks like a karate, MMA type movie like said in Japan Which is really cool But for those of you that are Excited for the movie Um that's cool I mean, I mean I'd love to go to the movie theaters To watch the movie but Obviously not this weekend because I'm Going out of town Alright Let's Get in to the final topic of the final topic of the day, uh, and you, you can find this. counter Reeves is currently filming John Wick 4 in three countries. This should be a this should be a pretty cool article to read. You can find this article at we got we got this dot com. That's pretty cool. I like the articles on the website. Alright, it says here that other than Keanu Reeves' Reeves work on John Wick 4 and Matrix's sequel concurrently, little other information regarding the two projects has come out. Now the Lionsgate panel of CinemaCon has revealed the actors back to shooting the former's next installment in three different countries. Interesting. This highly anticipated fourth entry in John Wick will no doubt see the eponymous protagonist go to toe to- to- to with Winston, the manager of the New York Continental Hotel, after he betrayed him at the end of John Wick 3 to win the favor of the high table. Yep. Which one of his henchmen or criminal networks would be foolish enough to go after Wick, who are left staring about him? Count of 300 people in the first Three flicks Dang Also somebody actually did a body count of. Throughout the first three movies 300 Holy crap (laughs) I thought it'd be like a lot longer than 300 though But That's still a lot for like The first three movies Someone actually did the body count (laughs) But alright is anyone's guess, but it seems that the star himself is anxious for an even more ambitious follow-up. Indeed, courtesy of the Lionsgate panel and Simicom, The Hollywood Reporter. Editor Aaron Couch has just revealed via his Twitter account that Reeves is back on John Wick Chapter 4. After a long hiatus due to his commitment to The Matrix Resurrections, he is currently filming the 3 to the first film. Across Japan, Germany, and France. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That he's filming in those three countries of Japan, Germany, and France. Um. I mean, that's pretty cool. I wonder if he's filming in those three countries. I'm wondering if he's going to be filming in those three countries for. For The Matrix as well. I mean, cause I'm, I wanna be surprised if he was filming for the Matrix as well. For so that movie, it feels like gonna be filming in those countries again, for the the new Matrix movie, that I think is supposed to come out next year, or the year after next year. But I don't know if anyone really knows when the next Matrix movie is actually coming out. That Keanu Reeves is in, but. We will see. But, yeah, that's... That's it for that article. Um, My thoughts on it? I think that it's... I think it's very interesting that somebody actually... Did the pod count of how many people... John Wick killed in those movies. That's... That's very interesting that somebody actually did that. Um... And also, like, I'm already liking, like, obviously, I think the plot in the movie, I think John Wick 4 is going to be a pretty good movie. Um, I know, like, I know some people that are John Wick fans and that are excited for this movie as well, because Kevin Reeves, like, he's good at John Wick, at, 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 like being in the John Wick role For the John Wick movies and stuff Like he's pretty good at it but And um I mean it'll be very interesting to see like Like John Wick going up against The um The bad guys of the Continental Hotel That basically screwed him over at the end of John Wick 3. Um, Like, because at the end of John Wick 3, it seems like John Wick could, like, barely even walk. So, like, because he was also talking to that one guy that he was a target at first, and then, like, who supposedly he killed at the end of 2, and then came back at the end of the next movie, basically. Which is very surprising, but also, I guess not really. But because, and John Wick like John Wick isn't he's a, isn't even an easy person to kill in the movies anyway. Like because John Wick he's he's killed a lot of people in the movies and stuff. But and like the John Wick movies are very action packed. I mean, at some points in the movie, like... It... Like, like for some people, it would be understandable. Like, it can get boring at times. Like, I understand. Like, to me, it doesn't, but... For those people that, like... Say, like, it can get boring at all. Like, that's very understandable. Like... That's very... That's very understandable because, like, I mean, I guess sometimes it can get boring, but for the most part, it's pretty cool. Like, the concept of, like, John Wick and John Wick movies and stuff, like, I really like that a lot. But, alright, everyone. That was the last topic of the day. Um everyone listening to the Private Center Podcast Episode 6 right now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker Audio, and Radio Public. Thank you all very much for watching. And until the next episode, peace.